0: Hello and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily, a podcast by a delivery manager talking about delivering agile projects with best practice tips and tricks, examples and guides to help you as a delivery manager learn from my mistakes. This is season three of the Delivery Manager Daily with focus on sustainability and digital excellence. Get in touch via X, subscribe to the newsletter, read the blog mariosblog.co.uk and get involved in the conversation. Thanks for listening. Good morning everyone, welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. It has been a while since I've been able to sit in front of a microphone and get one recorded. So this is going to be a bit choppy, Um, but thanks for listening. And I've been really busy over the last couple of weeks. I've done a great talk about scrum uh, at Keele university. So if you're one of the many students that I spoke to uh, on the day or are listening and have, connected with me on LinkedIn thanks I'm really grateful if, if you got some value out of that and um what else have I been doing I have been doing other talks too on the topic of agile and scrum which has been good and lean which I'm still really enjoying I've been busy with my career and uh, I'm all over the place I'm a little bit busy um I joined you fresh off the uh the back of a my first car accident on the motorway everything's fine and I was okay but um yeah just sort of dealing with that and um Yeah, life's busy. So, I'm sorry to not get any more of these podcasts out for a bit, but I am still around and it's great to uh, still be busy with work. So, I wanted this quick podcast to just give real practical kind of things that might help you. Uh, I've been compiling a list and people have been giving me stuff to uh, look at and recommend, and I just wanted to kind of list them out to you. So, this kind of particular podcast is just going to be hey, look. Here's some really useful things that if you're an agile delivery manager or you're wanting to get into agile delivery, these are some things that you really need to check out. And I want to thank the people that have, have kind of referred me to some of these resources too. But before we do that, I want to uh, pick up on a direct question that came into me off the back of that talk. And one of the students was asking the question of, if I'm an engineer or a software engineer, but I also want to dabble in being like a scrum master within the team and kind of how do I, and I took from the question, how could he straddle both worlds and be involved in both driving the team forward from a scrum perspective but also continuing to be a software engineer and I thought that was a really interesting question because um, if you do any time in consultancy you get to work with all these different types of roles so you'll often be in a scrum team with some business analysts and some QA testing folk and some full stack engineers and some disciplined kind of back-end engineers or cloud architects or um, you know front-end designers or service designers so you get to be exposed to all these different types of roles um it's a real good exposure if you're an engineer and and he asked you know well how can i you know what what routes can i take what's the pathway and i think um i talked in a previous episode about like what it takes to be a dm and the types of things that you might want to consider but working in consultancies myself i've actually cross-trained former software engineers to become junior scrum masters who have then become delivery managers and actually it's quite a synergist um, sort of role because if you know technology and you know software and you understand the software delivery life cycle that will make you a much more effective scrum master and a much more effective technical project manager uh contrary to that is you will often get scrum masters that know scrum by the book but maybe don't understand technology or the software delivery lifecycle. So they're not as effective as they could be. So we've got this guy and he wants to kind of understand what the potential pathways are. Uh, and I've done a blog post over at blog.co.uk. So go and read that um, because that gives the links and the things that I talk about. But I've kind of split it into some very specific things that I really think... Um, you should do. So the first thing to do is go and learn Scrum. The best resource for that is Scrum.org, the official website for Scrum. Go over there, it's packed full of resources and training and learning material, and it gives you all the pathways for all the courses that you might want to do. And as a software engineer, it will not hurt you to do PSM one. That's the project management Scrum Master Professional level one type certification that will give you that ability and confidence to be able to work and work within scrum teams and understand how to apply scrum principles that's a fairly lightweight certification that you can do over the course of one or two weeks training get the certification and you'll start to have a basis to build some sort of additional sort of understanding as you get into agile and agile delivery so at this point you're not committing too much but you've got a bit of a certification which as a developer as well as having your technical chops to be able to say you've gone to the effort to get some kind of delivery certification I think will not do you any harm at all. With that, my next piece of advice in terms of pathway if I was a computer science graduate would be to go and work at a consultancy firm. I still maintain to this day, and I've spent years and years and years criticising the consultancy industry, if you were at the sort of postgraduate stage of your, your journey before you start to think about going into a single company and dedicating the next five, 10, 15 plus years into something that you might find you don't enjoy, go and work for one of the many consultancy firms like BGSS or Kanos or Deloitte or Accenture or Net Company. All of them offer internship programs, one year internships, technical internships, but also going in there as a junior will allow you to cross over roles. You don't have to stick to being a software engineer and you'll be exposed to those other roles I mentioned earlier. A lot of consultancy firms are really passionate and quite good at having academies and programmes to bring people in and train them up and I think consultancies are a great way to be exposed to lots of different clients, lots of different sort of industry verticals and also lots of different people. So. Um, definitely consider working for a consultancy even if you do it for kind of three to five years you'll have a big company on your cv but you'll also have exposure to clients that you might have never ever even considered working for or being exposed to you can work in the public sector too which is interesting and will give you lots of framework um, type experience of dealing with kind of the very staid and bureaucratic sort of environments that public sector can often be and i think doing that Within the safety of a consultancy, you get all the breadth of change every few months as you move projects. And I've talked about consultancy before, so there's other podcasts for that. But I definitely think, you know, being involved in a consultancy firm, going to work for a consultancy firm is a really good uh, start to expose you to other roles then instead of on google trying to find that unicorn type position go to some technical meetups in your area in the midlands for example where i exist there's not agile there's um, various collective meetups in birmingham and the west midlands for all types of software engineering and technology roles and people get together it's often sponsored and done in uh, local companies kind of offices so you get to see inside companies so for example in nottingham they often hold these events at places like experian and um, the local uh consultancy firms just going back to the previous thing we were talking about uh, they'll often sponsor the event you get free pizza you get to meet loads of people that have come to the event to all kind of swarm around the topic of scrum and delivery and it's a really good way of exposing yourself to i use that word a lot don't i exposing yourself not like that you'll get into trouble um but it's a real good way of exposing yourself to different companies that are often there it's entirely feasible for you to get a job just through networking at one of these events maybe you want to go on stage and talk and do a talk as well chart your journey talk about your own journey get your name out there but that's a really effective way if you're an engineer and you don't want to just be seen as a in quotes techie go and go and exist in the in the environment and the industry and talk about your experience and talk about your passions and go and talk to junior scrum masters and bas business analysis is a very crossover role business analysis scrum mastery type in the world of consultancy they're very synergist roles so think about you know how you can put those sort of metaphorical arrows in your quiver, maybe get some business analysis skills, because as a software engineer, you're all about problem solving. So being able to kind of gather up information and synthesize it in a way that makes sense and present it in a logical, structured way that people understand, that's just going to do you really good in terms of your software engineering career. It isn't just all about cutting code. Run your own tech project. So as engineers, and I talk and interview and hire many, many technical people, it staggers me how many people are very sort of siloed in, well, this is what I know, this is the technology that I know, and I don't really care about or want to invest in what's going on to the left or the right of me I think that's a real problem I think because we move forward and I see and work with and talk to various cohorts generationally of computer science um, graduates as a STEM ambassador I'm involved all the way from seven to eleven year olds playing with coding at grassroots level all the way up to university students and let me tell you that Because of the fallout of of sort of post-COVID and remote and hybrid working, there's some real lost skills that I'm seeing and it's really, really palpable when i'm talking to engineers that they know one thing or they're very and this isn't for every engineer and this isn't a criticism it's a factual observation right they come for interviews and they know one technology one technology stack they don't really play well outside of that and some of them just want to sit remotely and code and churn through backlog items churn through story points and you kind of rinse and repeat that and if that's what you want to do and okay but some of the best engineers that I've worked with cross over roles and understand the world outside of their own field so by really thinking about the skills you might want to develop when you're at the start of your career going to meetups will help your soft skills and networking and communication talking on stage will help your confidence and public speaking getting involved in you know, running something as a project yourself will start to get you thinking in a way that's not software engineering. And the more broader and fungible you can be, and if you go onto the blog, I, I think I've linked to it on the blog, but I talked previously about being fungible and T-shaped, you're really going to make yourself super employable. And it doesn't matter sort of what company you go to then. If you're a software engineer, but you also know project delivery, You've got a scrum certification you're a fairly solid communicator um that's gonna be just super super useful and I've employed less technically experienced software engineers that demonstrate more softer communication and confidence skills to be able to bring people together those leadership skills right um I'd hire them because Teaching the technical stuff is relatively easier, whereas a lot of the softer skills are baked into your DNA through experience in life. And you don't always get that sort of sitting back on camera on a Zoom call for eight hours a day at home. So I'm not getting into the conversation because I've talked about that before too. hybrid working, remote working, um, working in the office, the return to office and all the problems that come with that. It's just such a difficult conversation to to get into. But you might want to think about when you're spending all that money on a university degree, um, being present, getting together, doing things physically in person and hold your, you know, your professor and your your sort of sort of course leadership teams and your university accountable to make sure that you get in that sort of eyeball time and being on site at the university and getting exposure to people because just so many people now don't have that they've done a good proportion of their degree remotely and they might have some technical skills but the contextual understanding the soft skills the communicative skills just aren't there and that will limit them as engineers and we see that when we when we kind of hire them and we also see that in salary trends too
1: so just a few things there that
0: you might want to consider you know if you're a software engineer a technical person and you want to get into delivery or scrum some of the things you can do go to meetups build your own project do something that gets you to think not just about writing software think about how you interact with people and doing it and be physically present rather than remote so that's always a good thing to do we mentioned get involved in the meetups but also go and work for a consultancy firm and go and get that broad experience at the start of your career that will really help you kind of bridge that gap between technical person and project delivery and you'll get an opportunity to do that at consultancy firms pretty uh I- exclusively so Now on to some practical recommendations and just talking about something else, trying to shoehorn different topics into this particular podcast. So I wanted to give some useful links, some delivery links, and um, let's move on to that now. Run the ad! You may not know, but outside of my corporate work as a delivery manager, I run a small tech company called Creative Pixel. It's here I build websites and applications, integration services, and AI solutions for small and medium-sized companies. I also help coach and advise on digital marketing and social media for individuals and build individual websites also. So maybe if you're wanting to start a technology-focused side hustle in 2023, get in touch. So firstly, up is... um, his name is uh, Luis Santana. He works across innovation and agile delivery and connected with me on LinkedIn. Really good guy, yet to meet him, but we connect across a mother of things. A mother of things? Um. I'm reading one of his quotes on his LinkedIn profile, and it's uh, from Mother Teresa. Uh, Be kind and merciful. Let no one ever come to you without coming away better and happier. That's a pretty good positive quote, right? Um, But yeah, Lewis is really seemingly a really good guy. We've talked he shared a load of stuff, and he shared two what I think are gold, gold links that I really wanted to pass on uh, to the listeners of the podcast. So if you go to uh, digitalpeople.blog.gov.uk, um, there is a huge resource on everything to do with digital delivery management. There's a curated learning list with everything from um, doing agile delivery, um, how to understand ag- agile delivery, um, how to understand the digital data and technology professions and talks about um, getting involved in the industry and how to do it. And it links to the GDS resources that I have uh, listed before. So digital people, If you actually go to the slash 2020 slash 05 slash 15 section, uh, the article you want is how I co-created the delivery managers learning list. And it's a great list that you can then find on GitHub. So the next link, if you go to github.com and go to forward slash milesjarvis forward slash delivery hyphen management hyphen learning hyphen list, you will get a fantastic learn list in GitHub of pretty much everything that I would recommend. And I've been through a lot of these in terms of agile. It's one of the best agile resources that I've seen. It covers the Gov UK resources, it covers books and training courses, non-government resources, agile games, measurements, metrics, agile facilitation, various meetups by area, Slack groups, blogs, posts, mailing lists, and podcasts. It's a really, really good catch-all resource, and that's GitHub uh, forward slash Miles Jarvis forward slash delivery. Hyphen management, hyphen learning, hyphen list. Get on it. So we did a couple of things in that podcast. We answered a question straight from what came from one of the students at my recent Scrum Talk. And I've given you an absolute banger of an agile resource that you can go away and sort of download all the material and read from and learn from. And it's just awesome. So I hope that was useful. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to get another podcast out um, within a week or so i think we've got some good things good things to talk about good guests and a couple of sponsors but more on that really soon and a little bit more about me too but for now thank you for listening to the delivery manager daily don't forget to follow me on twitter at mario dc delivery manager daily the delivery manager podcast creativepixel.me.uk uh, MDTechnologyServices.org, and mario's blog.co.uk thank you for all your time listening and i'll talk to you again very soon That was the Delivery Manager Daily. If you like the show, consider subscribing and recommend this podcast to others who may be interested in this kind of thing. I really appreciate it. See you on the next one.